Hello and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 490 at scavengerlife.com. It is becoming my favorite time of year, winter time. Yes. Getting cold. We've we've had the fire going a couple days this week because it's been cold enough. Uh, we even started a fire pit outside. It's like fire outside, fire inside. <laughs> we have a we have a big yard we, and it's kind of like why don't we have a fire pit all the time? We, we had some friends and their kids a visit <clears throat> from out of the area safely, and so we wanted to safely all meet. So we I built a fire pit in our backyard. It only took all, ten years, and we all sat around it. Built yeah. a fire pit. Oh, no, we have a fire in our house. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, but it's good. Oh yeah, and it, last week I just wanted to clarify. You know, I said. Um, I really like a certain type of of a video game. It's called a resource management. And for those people that don't know, I just, I just want to be clear. Like a game like Civ is a is a resource management game, like where you build a a city and an empire. Okay. Have, no, have, I've never heard, heard of that. Civ? I've heard of other video games. Yeah, I can't uh, name any of them, but sure. Like I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that know what I'm talking about. Like I remember in the '90s when that game came out, and I went and visited my friend's dorm room, and uh, he had it on his computer in his dorm room, and he was like, "Yeah, just try and play it." And I was like, just "Played it? I played it ten hours straight." You were like, "Get yep. out of here! I live yep. here." I now. was like. That you know him and his a uh, roommate are sleeping in their bunk because <laughs> like, it's just like it's just one thing leads to another. Wait, you're, so do you building? Do you play? You don't play a game now. No. Nope. So that's odd. Why? Because you're really into video games, but you don't but play them. You know this. If <laughs> I find a game I like, I will play it. Yeah. Like, compulsively. Yeah. Like, I will just do so it. So you keep yourself from doing it so you can, like, do other things. I mean, I would... I, you know what? I was thinking about that the <laughs> other day. Uh, I feel like retirement, retirement, quote-unquote, yeah. for people maybe Gen X and younger is going to look different right. than... The boomers and the older generations because we have video games. Right. I can imagine there being whatever, old folks' homes. Yeah. Instead of people sitting around watching TV, they're, they're playing, playing video, games. video games. Or like VR. Although VR is kind of being introduced. Yeah, but even bit. just, even if it's like old time, you know, like old playing time. like mm-hmm. a PS5 in 20, you know, mm-hmm. years is going to be old timey. Yeah. Uh, People playing like Call of Duty or something. Yeah, like these eighty-year-old guys. I think about this sometimes. I'm like, yeah, what if I just didn't have to do anything? I could just sit and just play, play video, video games, games for, forever for ten hours a day. But you know, it's also like we have a life together, and uh, yeah, how I read online. You know, I see yeah. that, and I know guys that are like that. Like they yep. have their video game life, and then they have their wife. And oh, I've known pe- I've known people, and it's like I don't want to be that guy. I've known yeah. people to break up over stuff like that really? because they're yeah. like, all you do is play video yeah. games, like for twelve hours straight, and yeah. like you just completely ignored I me. <laughs> I think it can can be done. Yeah, you can do in a healthy it, right? way. Yeah, I, I don't want to shame any man or a woman yeah. who likes playing a video game but also has a partner. I think yeah. that that's. I think it can be can done, do it, but. but you're afraid it, <laughs> you yeah. can't do it. We also have a pretty busy life, so it's hard to devote yeah. money. Well, hours. that's why I say my my life is like a video game. Yeah, exactly. Resource management. I make lists and lists of lists, yeah. and I have people in my life, and I'm like trying to talk to them and seeing what we can do. Yeah, that's like, very much like our everyday life for like, sure. Like right now, my current resource management tasks is 
how to reupholster 15 mid-century modern chairs, chairs for the cafe. For the cafe. Like, how do I, because I can't do it alone, so I need you. Yep. I need Jill, our partner. We need someone to show us how to reupholster a we chair. We need, there's a person, there's a woman in town that upholsters. Can we, like, trade coffee for upholstery? You know, so yeah. it's like, it's a whole thing. And I have to, I feel like I have to make it happen. And there's basically a deadline. Like right. this, if we're going to use these chairs, which I think yeah. we should, because they're beautiful, right. it has to start happening. So yeah. we've been slowly moving towards yeah. that, but it's a big job. So it's a game. It's, it is. It's like a game. Um, so eBay for this week, uh, you were doing very well, Ryan, by starting to put up Christmas stuff. Yes. And I think we mentioned this week ago, but stuff has been selling. Yeah. Like uh, little pieces in a nativity scene. Yeah, there's this like 1988 um, like porcelain nativity scene. Is it specifically 88? Yeah, it oh, like okay. has the date on the bottom. It's The brand is Inesco. I don't know. It's like yeah. I, I'm sure it was from some like catalog in the 80s or whatever. But – I, I have I don't have a full set. I don't even know what a full set is to be honest. But I was like, I'm gonna part these out because I know people are like, oh, I broke the little like sheep, yep. <laughs> and and those pieces have been selling for twenty twenty five dollars yep. each. I wonder if the Jesus sells for more just because the little baby Jesus because he just has to. What if you want like two baby Jesus, like a little twins? Nope. <laughs> What if you got like that would, kind of, that would kind of like a mess up the whole origin story of like the I universe, just think it would you know? look neat, like a couple of babies yeah, right. side by side. Okay, uh, but you know, and like uh, we sold a couple of whatever ornaments that you hang on a tree. Uh, yeah, I've been selling ornaments. I have a bunch more that haven't sold, but yeah, it's sort of one of those things where it's like you get it up in time and hope that it yeah. sells, and if it doesn't, that's I mean, fine. I will be clear, we are not. Like seasonal people, yeah. You know, some people are really into like, oh, it's this this uh, season, so I need to only list this stuff. I mean, we just happen to be like, we should get this, yeah, up. quickly. But really, we're gonna put these up, and if they don't sell, they're gonna stay up you know? <laughs> forever. Like, we're not gonna take them down. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's just good to do it in case they sell, and some things have sold, which yeah. I've been happy. I've been happy about piecing out a nativity set. Yeah, piecing out, right? <laughs> Parting it out. Peace out. And let's talk about your adventures with pirate ship. Yes. So pirate it has been over a year since people are oh, like, pirate more. ship is amazing. It's great for these specific things. People are giving us tips. They're trying to help you. Yeah, and I'm ignoring you, all of them. Ignoring them. Last week I made an appeal for you to just try it. Yeah. And I saw you did a couple, a couple of times. Tell me about so it. So the the best one, as people have been saying, is when you wrap something up. Um, like I had one thing that could get wrapped up in cardboard. Like I made a custom box for it. But then I... People, I, other sellers are going to understand this. It was kind of a junky box that like wasn't like shippable. So you put it in a poly mailer. The the cool thing about Pirate Ship is it gives you a polymailer option, which eBay doesn't. Mm. eBay is just like, give me the width, the height, and the depth or whatever, right. like the whole thing. But Pirate Ship, like this piece was probably like 12 by 8. 
And so I was able to just say poly mailer 12 by eight. Like I didn't have to say it was like four inches, so three even inches though tall. <clears throat> it's in a box. It's in a it's poly mailer. It's in a poly mailer. It is in a poly mailer. Yeah. But it's also in a box. It's also in a Can box. Can you do that for the post? I mean, did you other no, people like, allow that? Or no, that like I don't. That? I don't understand. Now they mm. call it like a cubic rate or something. Right. Now you could send a big bulky jacket in a poly right. mailer and they're going to ask you for just two measurements. So what, what I'm trying to say is the, the box inside a poly mailer was literally ten dollars cheaper. Wow! Than what for the weight? It was like three pounds or something to somewhere far away. Right. It was like it was like that's Texas. amazing, right? And so I was Why like, are you not I was like, what the heck? How is this possible? You know? But then you know, I ship a lot of stuff in boxes, and I ship a lot of stuff first class. Right. So so those items are the same on pirate ship. Like okay. I'm not seeing right. any difference. So. If you can put something in a box and put it in a poly mailer, is it automatically cheaper? Or is it like if a it's, specific? If it's not first class. If it's not. You know what I mean? If you're trying it. to get... I, I found with the ones that I tried, I right. tried several uh, in the last few days. And it was the poly mailer. The poly mailer where you just have to say it's 18 by 10. Right. And it's four pounds going to Los can Angeles. Can it be any kind of poly mailer? Because, you know, did they sell big poly yeah. mailers? Uh, okay. the, the biggest one I have, I think, is 24 by 20, okay. by 19. Because that's what people have said about, like, shoes. You know, a right. pair of heavy shoes. Right. You put them in a box, in a right. shoe box. You stick it in a poly mailer. And so right. And it's, like, super cheap. I mean, I just wrap them up in newspaper, put them in a plastic bag and put them in a poly mailer. Right. Like I've, I've literally shipped thousands of shoes. No, no, no. I mean, and that's what I, no. So what I'm saying is we just listen, calm down. <laughs> like what I'm saying is there are lots of things that can just go in a poly mailer. You don't have to do the box inside a poly mailer trick or whatever, but you can, if it works. Okay. What I'm trying to do, and don't tell me to calm down is I'm trying to get the light bulb. So, you've been shipping this way, but it's going to be cheaper if you do it on pirate ship. So we could be saving literally hundreds of dollars a month. Okay. So let me just clarify because people who don't ship, <laughs> I find this to be true through all my businesses. People who don't ship don't understand that it's a combination of variables. It's the size. It's the weight. It's the zone it's going to. So if I'm shipping to something something to Boston it, in a poly mailer that's heavy, it might not be any different. But if it's going to Texas or Los Angeles or Oklahoma, like somewhere further along the zone map, it might be cheaper. But it takes me to have to check every single one. Okay. So it's a pain in the okay. butt. So why do we wrap this up? Because I feel like we're getting into a stressed moment. When is, when is it good to ship? So shipping on Pirate Bay. Sh Pirate, Pirate Bay, yeah. It does Pirate sound like ship, Pirate Bay. Uh, is only good not just if you can put a box in a poly mailer, but also where it's going. Is that what yes. you're telling me? So for us, where does it need to go for it to be good? California? Yeah, it's got to be far. It's okay. got to be like further. It's not the East Coast. Okay. I will double check that, but I didn't see huge price differences for things that were close by okay. for like, and for boxes, right. you know, I'd be like this dimension, this dimension, this dimension. Yeah. yeah it's still the same price. So I was going to talk about this later, but now's a good time. If you were to die and I was alone yes, and I had to run this business alone, this, good luck. Is, this is what would happen. Good. You bought, luck. you bought a piece of art on eBay. 
from someone that had zero feedback. This is this is a good example of the seller. Piece of art was ten bucks. You know, it's a really lightweight fabric yeah. art, and so it's very lightweight. And he charged you four dollars to ship. He charged me first class. Right. I don't know why he. Th- first of all, the thing is right. like eighteen by eighteen. Right. So he he would do it like I would do it. You'd be like, oh, it only weighs you know whatever eight ounces. So I'm going to charge you four dollars. Uh, and so it comes to us. And he went to USPS store. No, UPS. UP, sorry, UPS, a UPS store. store. Bought a custom box, had them bubble wrap it, right. which I can't imagine how much that cost. And, sh- and, and ship it UPS ground. Right. And so, and he even uh, messaged you and said, I paid you to, 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 to buy, buy this. It. Right. <laughs> and that's how I would be running he, on He actually business. left that in my feedback. He was like, it feels so bad. I shipped it through UPS and I basically paid you to buy this. But that's his problem. The good news is he will probably never do that again. I mean, hopefully he'll keep selling, you know, because I don't ever like, you know. Well, he learned. Disencouraged. But I knew people. He will now learn how to do that. But that's probably how I would ship, you know. God, I would think that you would need to hire a helper. Or quit the eBay business because yeah. it's all about shipping. Yeah. Period. End of story. Hmm. Um, I will. So let's wrap this up. Okay. I, it's, <laughs> listen, everybody in the audience, how difficult it is to explain shipping to someone who doesn't ship. They call UPS USPS. Don't 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 ship shame me. Okay. <laughs> Look, don't ship shame. I me. think you could learn, but. Um, yeah, I will continue How to would you feel? double check. How would you feel if you woke up and I was in the eBay office, which is really your office because that's where all your stuff is. But let's say I was in our eBay office yeah, and I was behind the computer and I was like clicking and I was like packaging stuff. Uh-huh. How would that make you feel? You mean you just figure it out on your own? It'd be great. I'd have my whole morning to myself. How about I'm just doing it by myself? And and wait wait I would be horrified. Wait, did you come in and be like, "What are you doing? No, you're you're not doing that right. You're not putting that piece of tape in the right place." Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, uh, I just want you to get the best price. <laughs> if you do that, I'm fine. Yeah. Take, please take over. I have plenty of other things to do. If you want to do that, let's start tomorrow morning. Wow, eight a.m. Okay. Get over there. <laughs> It sounds like uh, <laughs> I'm taking your offer seriously. Sounds like a mission, but I mean, my thing is, I, I don't if, understand the question. If I do it, I, you know, I'm not your employee. I'm my own person, so I would be doing it my way. That would be fine. Okay. Uh, I don't understand this conversation. Okay. So, are you going to do it or are you not? I don't know. Let's see. Oh let's see. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about uh, our numbers. So this week was. Thanksgiving, happy holidays to everybody, Um, and Black Friday, which traditionally does 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 nothing nothing for us, Um, because I just don't think we are the kind of things that people buy for Black Friday, people buy, anyway, we we sold 39 items, which again, is like 38 the week before, it's almost the exact same, so same volume, unfortunately, our cost of goods, I mean, our uh, prices were lower, so we made $1,205.04, not including shipping. Hey, we made $1,200. That makes me happy. Yeah. That's the right way to look at it. But it definitely, you know, I would like it to be. I guess I just want to add, um, there were a few cancellations. 
Yeah. People ordering things and being like, oh, I thought it was free shipping to South Korea. Yeah. So yeah, under, no. under customer issues, we had three people. So three out of 38. So we're looking at almost 10 percent. Right. So 10 percent of people. I, I mean, you we're, know, you're we're, like, that's a lot of people. I know. And I guess it's just a, a frustrating on these slower weeks where people buy something. And they immediately say, oh, I don't want to, I don't want this. Well, so one of them was a guy who was asking all these questions about these trench coats, yada, yada, yada. Uh, He wants combined shipping to California. They're kind of heavy. I'm like, I'll combine shipping, no problem, blah, blah, blah. He buys two trench coats, two different sizes. And then he's like, are these blue or black? Title says black. Yep. Item specific says black. The photos show a black jacket. They're black. Oh, I want to cancel these. Yep. Done. What am I going to do? I got to cancel them. Yep. I, w- I had already pulled them out of storage. Yep. It sucked. I was yep. like, oh, I got to put these back now. Just landed it. So let's go back to the things we sold this week. Uh, we sold a Microsoft hat for $50. This is one I found in a thrift store. It's like totally 90s. I guess you'd call it norm core. You'd call it. Yeah, it's pretty norm core. You'd call it cool with the. So ugly. Microsoft oh. a Windows like thing on it. We had three of those. We had three of them. Funny enough. We sold like one for 120 125 and then we've had this one for a while and we just took $50 on it. I gladly take $50 for a hat. I was at an auction and I bought a bunch of Clint Eastwood posters, some original- Like a bunch. Uh, film posters. Like 20. And you know, anyone that knows Clint Eastwood, he's had a lot of movies. <laughs> just like a lot of ones that maybe people, you know, from the 80s. Every Which Way But Loose. Or 70s, 80s. One of my favorites. Every Which Way Movies. And that's followed by Any Which Way You Can. Is that real? They're both. <laughs> and they're kind of like, I don't know if they're actually what? sequels, but, they're, they but it's be. him and a monkey or a chimpanzee. Anyway, uh, oh we sold one for $80. So uh, that to was To someone in one. Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we sold a t-shirt for $50, which is a lot of money for us for a t-shirt. Yeah, for a t-shirt. Because it's like vintage and it had like... A, it had a Gone with the Wind quote, frankly, I don't give a damn. And then on the back, it was like the such and such anniversary of Gone with the Wind on VHS. Right. Like it was totally from the 90s. Right. I, I sold it once before and someone either canceled or returned it. Yeah. And then this other person... Uh, in Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts, bought it. Yeah. Uh, and then we sold a big vase. Yes, this vase. For $60. It wasn't that big. It's just a great price. It was like... Okay. Rah. Oh, no, we're, we're, we're going to have to touch on a shipping again. I know it's a sore spot. What is it like packing a vase? Um, I double box it. So uh, I wrap it in soft stuff, and then I wrap it in cardboard, like it's a box. So is it like double box, you mean? Yeah, so it's double box. And then, so what I did was I put peanuts at the bottom of another box, and then I put that in there so it's like bouncy, and then I like cover the rest with... I have, like, whenever you order anything on Amazon, you get these huge Amazon boxes with a little thing and all these, like air pillow things which are great for repacking things so then i put like air pillows all around it and then i of course i have to recut the top of the box because it's way too tall and then like put air pillows and stuff like that underneath and Mm. see it's a pain so (laughs) when i take over packing what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go buy like three fluffy blankets like quilts and get a box like the kind that you get like uh a 
dishwasher in and I'll wrap it and I'll stick it it's in like there. It's like the biggest box. And then put ever. a lot of newspaper around. You know how much you're going to pay and for shipping? It and it Dimensional will not, weight. It will you're going to pay break. $100 shipping for it that. It will be the best packing. And, and you'll make no money. And just like that guy. Pay. I just paid you to that's, buy this. And that's how I'm going to pack. Yeah. So I don't I don't see what the big deal is. It seems cool. pretty easy to me. You will not be able to pay <laughs> the mortgage. So there's that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so things we learned in the forum, something someone was brought up, which I've, I've, I've seen, but I don't, it doesn't bother me that much. So manage payments. When does it pay out? Like it's, yeah, right. It's a pretty, it's yeah. a, it's this weird process yeah. where someone buys an item and it says processing. Right. And payments are three ways. It's pending. Mm-hmm. So all these funds are pending. I haven't um, looked at any of this. Why so are they know. pending? I don't know. Right. And then pending. it takes a while. Then it becomes available. And right. then those funds are available. And then it goes to payout. Right. And it's a very uh, it's a mysterious process to me. And I, you know, I can't follow... An item being sold to that money going into my bank account. Right, because because the numbers, funnels. well, the numbers of the payout, it's like one day it's seventy dollars, but that's not for one item. That's and, for like a couple. Days. Right. I mean, I think this guy's. I think the answer to the guy asking it, Joe, was you know he was like, this thing has been like pending or not being paid out for like five days. Mm. I think it's because managed payments follows bank hours. Yeah. So because of Thanksgiving and the, the weekend, weekend, like normal, like. It's it, it's not days, it's business days. Right. So I've I noticed that too. So, you know, if banks haven't been open the past five days or whatever, four days, you know. It just sits and there. Happens. I actually, I do want to say this because I was reading okay. that thread. I did notice that with our Airbnb payments. So mm-hmm. the people that pay, that stayed before Thanksgiving and the people that stayed during Thanksgiving, our payouts are still pending mm-hmm. for that. So. I think it's because there's literally a holiday in the middle of the week. Right. And then the weekend happens. So your payments are just like sitting there, which is obviously very annoying. But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. And this is mainly a, a U.S. problem because oh, yeah. in other more uh, civilized countries, yeah. they have basically instant, you know, you can transfer yeah, a money between banks. No there's no, this whole like taking so long for money to move for customers Right. Is, is is not true. So yeah. it seems like it's a, like four or five business days for each payout. The good thing is, is if you have a store and you're selling consistently, yeah. then just uh, there is a money coming in every day. Every, is it every day? Every couple every days. Day. Yeah, <laughs> See, I mean, now it's but, like it's not but, even consistent. But, but there's at least a flow of of the money. But the money I get paid today was for something we sold like two weeks ago. Right. Exactly. But, we're just starting that like uh, that that pipeline right know, of cash. Yeah, I know. Just, and then I have a bag, and cash is just falling into the bag. Well, it's so different than PayPal, where you just get paid. Right. Where you're like, I made a sale, and there it is, and now I can move it to my bank or use yeah. my debit card. And it's not like that. It's yeah. just it's like Amazon. Amazon, like yeah. your stuff. I can't. I remember I couldn't even figure out Amazon's way of doing it. I'm like, uh, I don't understand this amount, but I'm just gonna. That's just what got transferred. <laughs> I do like the um, that shipping and fees come out of 
our payments before they come to us. So I really do. Love yes, that yes, yes. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. I, I did not like getting that whatever $1,800 yeah. bill at the end of every month. We still know? get a bill because I, I actually did start using SmartPost again when the post office upped their rates for um, mm. the holidays. So I didn't. So we will be getting a bill that has FedEx. Although historically, eBay has forgotten to bill us for FedEx on yeah, some months. So yeah. who knows when we'll get billed for that. Yeah. All right, let's take the calls that people sent in this week. Okay, you can email us an audio file. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Or you can call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Hi, guys. My name is Angela. My store name is Indie Retro Supply. Um, I've been out of the game for four or five years, and I just wanted to say um, how appreciative I am of you being there still. It's so comforting to hear your voices and to have something so solid and stable and um, consistent, especially with everything that's going on right now in the world. So right now I'm just kind of um, editing pictures and catching up on your older podcasts. I'm listening to December 2019 right now and excited to hear that you still go to New York and uh, cat sit for your friends. It seemed like that was a fun thing for you. I hope you still travel. Um, Amsterdam, I remember you used to go to. Anyway, it's exciting to live vicariously through you guys. So I just wanted to really thank you for your consistency and let you know that um, it really matters. Thanks a lot. I am now living vicariously through your voicemail since I haven't traveled in yeah. a year. No, but we appreciate that. Yeah, I guess that's one thing. We definitely do are not rich people. We're not making millions. We're not teaching you how to make millions on the internet, but we can all just yeah. have our lives and live relatively healthy and make money and own our time and uh, and share it on yeah. the forum. I don't know if we even promised that, but that's, where we're, that's <laughs> what I'm not promising <laughs> anything. I'm just talking about what happened this and, week. And uh, this will be the first so, yeah. podcast where someone will die in the podcast. I will die in this podcast. I'll just like. My last breath. <laughs> we'll be on the podcast. Yeah. So 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 that way, like, there's a final end. You know, like like when, when, when I'm like 85. You can only old. like the only way we can end the podcast is Always one of us has be to listing. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but does that mean I can't podcast without you? No. Oh, that's true. Like, am I well, just gonna talk to myself? Because <laughs> so I'll I'll take. I'll take calls. I'll be like taking yeah. live phone calls. Oh, that's so dark. Oh my that's god, so dark. Hi, Jay and Ryan. Tell you and your listeners the story here. This week, eBay completely shut me down. They told me it was permanent. My daughter had uh, never used it, it seems, and she decided to buy something and link her bank account. And she got in the weeds and decided to open up another account using a new email. She then got a message saying that they completely shut her down, and for some reason, me too. She got an email saying her activity was harmful. I didn't get anything. I spent four hours that trying to get someone who could help. It had something to do with her account and that we, quote unquote, lived at the same address and had the same last name. It felt like I had been fired from my job of 18 years for no reason. Finally, somebody gave me a phone number. Two hours later waiting, I talked to a lady and she heard my story, transferred me to security, and then asked to speak to my daughter. They said she needed to be verified. Two more phone calls. Five hours later, we both got reinstated. The reason that I kept pursuing was because of how many times I've heard you say that you can get different answers from different 
people at eBay, and this is certainly true. Don't give up, especially if you have done nothing wrong. Number one, I'm sorry that happened to you. That does certainly not sound fun at all. It would be a nightmare for us as well. Uh, number two, yep, they blocked your IP address. Yes. So since you and your daughter share the same IP. And I mean, I don't know. In some ways, I'm like, I'm glad eBay has a system where they shut people down because there is a problem with people opening up accounts and using weird credit cards and I don't know. I mean, so I don't want to say anyone deserved it, but there's, I don't know, there needs to be some security. But I'm glad you kept at it and you called a couple people and you put the time in and everything's okay now. I think the thing that's upsetting for, like she said, sellers who have been on there for years, have huge feedbacks, like have verified accounts, you know, like have... 10,000 sales, yeah. you know, you'd think that they would be like, maybe we should reach out to this person. Yeah. Or or even if they did shut down that IP, maybe we should reach out to them afterwards. You know, yeah. like you'd think that they would check it out. Like yeah. that would well, be courteous. Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving any excuses for eBay because, again, we're the plebes down in the uh, village. eBay's up on the mountain. I, yeah. I don't know what they're doing up there. But I'm glad it worked out. But that is the key is not to yeah. get like too crazy about it right. and just like get on the phone. And if you don't get the right answer for one person, call back. Just be know? persistent. Yeah. That, that's what I and always be, am. And be professional. And yeah, of course. Just yeah. just uh, the other thing, too, is um, for a situation like this, I don't know if it's it's a, you know, plausible for this situation but there is an ebay facebook ebay for business if you google ebay for business facebook they would probably be able to either direct you to someone or you know be able to give you a phone number or talk to you directly because i've i've had a couple things i forget what they are now but where i've you know messaged them through facebook and they've given me an answer um just put me in the right direction basically So just don't forget about that. Okay, that's it. Cool. That's it for the calls. Uh, If you want to not hear about our our brief coffee talk here, you can end the podcast. But uh, this new business we're starting, broadporchcoffee.com. Yes. Uh, It's really going – it's fun. Uh, We've been selling a lot of bags of coffee. Um, I hope this keeps up, but it's probably a lot because it's the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend the Cameroon. <laughs> it's delicious, and we just got it back in. So yeah. if you're like, what should I get? Cameroon's delicious. Um, Southern Split's delicious. Um, the Guatemalan. So I have a quick it. question for you. Because I don't think, because, you know, we've been, so we actually were in our local paper where they yes, highlighted yeah. a new, you know, a new group of people with a business in town and i still talk to local people i don't think they understand we are roasting coffee like yeah we're not buying coffee and then i just put a price tag on and i sell it to you it's like we get bags of green coffee yes it's green and then we have a roaster like the size of like a small car yeah and then what's the roasting process like because you took the class with phil well it's like i mean the roasting process is it it's Interesting. It's like you put these beans in a big oven that rotates. And it's a gas oven, basically. And we do like, what, 
10 to 20 pounds at a time. Yeah, right? depending on which how much we need that day. It goes in the top and it's in a roaster. It's in a drum. A drum yeah. that, that spins. Yep. And then there's like basically a, a flame. A fire underneath. A propane in our case underneath. Yeah. And then Phil and you have come up with a recipe. Right. In- so it's based on time and temperature. Right. So you're watching it. And there's a little window too, so you can actually watch the colors change so you know what's going on. But based on the temperature and the time and the sounds, um, you are determining what the roast level is and what it's going to taste like. So that's actually why I'm a Q grader. So Google it. It's someone who tastes coffee and, I mean, for our purposes, can say, uh, we did this with a couple roasts last week where Phil and I tasted it and we were like, we want it to be a little bit sweeter. We know this bean can be sweeter because it's been sweeter in the past. So let's do X, Y, Z during the time. And it worked. Right. Like I, I see it, you guys talking yeah. and bringing up the temperature just a little bit or allowing yeah. it to go another 10 seconds. That can change a bean. Can change how it tastes. Exactly. So so that's that was my very quick right. education where I was like, I'm going to learn this so that Phil and I can speak the same language, even though I'm not a roaster. And that's why we can, or any kind of specialty brand, but you know, us specifically, why we can have like a light roast and a medium roast and a dark, dark roast, roast is yeah. because you're, you're a roasting it at different times and temperatures yes. and very specific to each bean too. Right. So like when we get a new coffee, like the Cameroon. Yes. Uh, you guys are doing test roast. Right. Trying and to figure it out. It. Yeah, what are we trying to bring out in this coffee? Exactly. Um, we just did that with the Guatemalan. That's right. why I was like, Guatemalan, is, we got a new bean for Guatemalan. And <laughs> we were like, well, let's taste it and see what we're tasting. And let's adjust the roast for what we want to bring out of it. Right. And that's what we did. And then we're going to, I think we're going to do it, right? We're going to buy this bean where it. The taste also depends on how it's processed. Yes, at the farm. So yes. this bean was was picked, laid on the ground with the fruit on it, yeah. and the fruit ferments yes. into the bean. So then, when we get the beans and roast it, yes, it tastes fruity. Yes, it's a fruit bomb, as Phil likes to say. Right. I want a fruit bomb, and, and this one certainly is. So. And I know for a lot of people, they're like, I can't imagine a coffee that would taste like that. Fruity. You know? Fruity <laughs> like that. And it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think that that when I talk to people in town and they're like, oh, you're doing coffee. You know, I like this coffee. They're, they're always talking about, you know, traditionally commercial coffee is just they just roast the Dark. hell out of it. They, they just take these beans and... It's all mixed up. It's probably different kinds of beans. You know, it's just like the cheapest beans. Yeah. And then they roast it so it tastes roasty. Right. Like there's really... Smoky and roasty. Like there's no flavor to it other than just right. roast. Yeah, coffee know? roast. So And look, some coffees, like I had, a, I had a dark roast of a, of a competing local brand uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it was really good. And it was dark. Yeah. Um, but... We are trying to get flavors out. And and just to be clear, too, I got a question uh, over the weekend from someone and they were like, oh, I don't I don't know if I can buy this because the friend I'm buying it for doesn't like flavored coffee. But I had to explain that 
It's right. not added. Look, I used to work at a vineyard and right. that, that was the question too, where we were saying tasting notes. Oh, it's got like a cherry and a blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And they're like, well, do you add those flavors? Because you can buy like a blueberry <laughs> wine or whatever. Or, or a blueberry coffee. Or blueberry coffee. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, my, my dad loves, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, hazelnut coffee. Um, but that's not, that's not what we're doing. We're like, it's almost like wine. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly was confused by that a long time sure. ago too. Like the the tasty notes, if it's like chocolate and raspberry, yeah, you're like, is this a raspberry? Actually, yeah. raspberry, and it's, it's pretty subtle. Like it's, it's subtle, a, and that's yeah. what and that's what I wrote to her too. I said these are really subtle tasting notes. You know, it's gonna taste like coffee, but right. these are the subtle notes that we've tasted that we think we're trying to emphasize. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> it's definitely. I mean, I'm definitely... I'm drinking Cameroon and I'm putting whipping cream in it. So right. I taste the subtleties and the beauty of the Cameroon bean <laughs> when I first pour it. Yeah. And then I put some whipping cream in it and it's like a little dessert in the morning. It's, so it's definitely pretty coffee nerdy, but yeah, uh, that's, so yeah. you can do it either way. Yeah. But you know, that's what's special to us is that we can, uh, tweak things the way we want and we can change things at any moment to to make right. it you know special like yep. specialty coffee yeah and so you know there's a little computer attached to the uh, roaster yeah and after phil and you are watching it and then you know it's done by the uh a recipe yeah and you guys have like a notebook and you're yeah. following times it comes out into a big tray, a cooling, a cooling tray. tray yeah. A big fan blows and it spins yep. because you got to bring the temperature down real quick really so fast. it doesn't keep baking or right. not baking but roasting. Roasting. And then we pick out all the anything that's like a burnt bean or any kind of a couple of burnt beans here and there. Yeah, so problem beans. And um, and once it's cool, we dump it into like bulk buckets um, and then we scoop it out like so we're roasting tomorrow morning. So if anyone is wanting to order stuff, do yep. it tonight. Yep. Um, because we are roasting, bagging, and shipping on the same day. Yep. Uh, so that's how we try to do it as much as possible. And it's, and it's exciting. Tomorrow is going to be the most bags of coffee we've, we've ever, ever sold. Sold. I mean, I'm looking at the list good. and I'm like, yeah. ooh, we better get there early. It feels good. Because we got to get started. So broadporchcoffee.com if you're interested. Um, and if you want suggestions for coffee, you like a certain kind of coffee or you want to try something special, just message us because we love yeah. to talk about it. All right. That's the end of the coffee, coffee talk. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Okay. okay. This podcast is ending in three, three two, two one. one. Bye. Bye.